This is the Emergency Medical Minute, sponsored by Mile High Ambulance. The Emergency Medical Minute is excited to announce that we are now offering AMA, PRA, Category 1 credits. This is accessible through our online course modules that can be accessed at www.emergencymedicalminute.org backslash CME courses, or simply by clicking on the link in our show notes and creating an account. All right, good morning. So um, let's just talk a real quick, very, very, very high level fluids talk this morning. So I know that like oftentimes it feels like sometimes we give normal saline and sometimes we give LR and there's not a whole lot of rhyme or reason. Well, there is. And in Annals of Emergency Medicine, they did a review. Actually, the original article was in uh, Critical Care uh, saying it all from 2020. But they, so when you think about like the evidence for why we do things, you can have very small studies with only a few patients, a low N. In order to prove that that's something meaningful, something statistically significant, you have to have a very large difference, right? If you only have a few people, you better notice a very, very big difference between your patients. Otherwise, it's probably just random. However, if you start to compile studies and you get lots and lots of patients, uh, then you can look for more subtle differences. And those are more likely to be meaningful statistically because you have more patients involved, right? So the highest like level, if you think about a hierarchy of evidence, the highest level of evidence that we have is what's called a systematic review of prospective randomized control trials. So prospective randomized control, you're proactively you know, planning out and randomizing people. Then if you bring a bunch of those in together into a review, that's the highest level of evidence we have. So this was a systematic review of fluids in shock. So all shock, so all types of shock, hypovolemic, you know, from trauma, sepsis, whatever the case may be. And uh, for a treat, who can say what the, the biggest like consequence of resuscitating somebody with large volumes of normal saline. Like what, what is the number one consequence from that either in the ER or particularly as they get to the ICU? Any ideas? What's that? Coagulopathy is good in trauma because there's no, there's no clotting factors in, 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 uh, in normal saline, but that's not the number one complication, particularly when we use it for sepsis, when there's a, an organ that's in your back, there's two of them. It's your kidneys. Your kidneys. What What are some of the f- functions of the kidneys? Like, uh, what do they help regulate? Like, it's a number that should be. C- yeah, pH. Good. Excellent, Joe. You get it. All right. Excellent. Really had to really had to pull that one out of you. All right. So. Um, yeah, it is not a banana. It is something very unhealthy. Yeah, it's uh, it's Reese's. So acidosis. So, uh, you know, normal saline is a very acidotic solution. And if you're pumping, you know, liters and liters and liters into people, they, the, it puts strain on the kidney. These folks get acute kidney injury and acidosis, particularly in, in the ICU, in the setting of sepsis. So that's the number one complication. So lactated ringers, this study, you know, this was, uh, let's see, total of 21,000 patients over 37 randomized control trials. That was all comers. That included trauma and sepsis and some other shock states. But essentially, LR for sepsis, trauma, it doesn't really matter because it's just volume. You just have to get volume to start with. We all know that it's, you know, we do two liters right off the bat just to get circulation going. And then we do, we replace what they're bleeding. Um, but in trauma, it doesn't really matter if those first couple liters are, uh, are LR or normal saline. 
And then there's also a, a bunch of kind of further discussion about um, colloids, which are things like albumin and things like that. We have very specific indications for those, you know, uh, namely GI bleeding and, and, uh, and hypoalbuminemia. But the, the point is that there's a reason we do uh, LR versus normal saline in different patient populations, and this is a high-level kind of basis of evidence for that. We'd like to thank our sponsor, Health One Continental Division, and Swedish Medical Center for their financial contributions to the EMM. Donations from them and listeners like you make it possible for us to fulfill our mission of producing and spreading free medical education to the masses. If you enjoy our show, please consider making a one-time or reoccurring donation to help cover our operational costs and keep the EMM awesome. Click on the link in our show notes to make a donation. Thank you for listening.